0: Morning, guys, and welcome to the Fife Property Show. Beautiful Saturday morning, and today we have a brilliant topic to talk about, and that is letting agents and how to find the best one. To help me this morning, we have um, Jim Parker, who is investor-landlord joining us. Morning, Jim. Morning. This is going to be a short show because you've got him here. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hi, really, this is a really good topic, and I think you'll have a lot of input for this one, Jim, so that's good. And oh. uh, we've also got property manager Charlotte Caird here today. So, morning, Charlotte. Morning. How are you?
1: I'm good, thanks. How are you?
0: Brilliant, yeah. Um, yeah, brilliant topic, letting agents and how to pick the best one. Um, so, I'm just going to kick off, and whether you've been a landlord for years or you're just starting out, Finding a letting agent you can trust and build a long lasting relationship with is a big deal. Renting out property is all about, as much more about money and business, as well as wanting an agent who can find you the perfect tenant. You're sure to have feelings around confidence, connection and communication. None of these are financial concerns, but our experience tells us that they're prized by our landlords. Letting agents, will be competing for your business left, right and centre. So how do you begin the selection process? Having a list of standards is a good place to start and the following five factors will help you narrow down the field and choose the best left agent for you. Now, what's your thoughts on this now that obviously we've got different topics um, and these five different factors that help you do the selection process. But Jim, your input on picking the perfect agent.
2: It's not an easy gig for someone, you know, in the beginning. Um, when you're a novice landlord, you just look at every letting agent and think, "Okay, they're a letting agent." But what yeah. you don't realise that there is no real, oh, I suppose, LetWell is an accreditation for letting agents, and that's fine, and we're LetWell accredited, that, yeah. that's okay. But the minimum standards for LetWell is one person in the organisation yeah. needs to be LetWell trained and and qualified. So mm-hmm. you could have a you could have an agency with a hundred letting agents. And if one person is qualified as a let well agent, that's that's good enough for the government. So, you know, it's it's a minefield about picking the right letting agent and understanding what that how that person is. Because all you see on the face of it is just is just oh well it's all it's all about fees. I mean, a lot of people just argue about fees all the time. And we'll probably talk about that anyway, but the differential and the extra and the extra one percent that you're gonna pay could make a fundamental difference into you losing hundreds of pounds if you don't pick the right letting agent. That's For me, that's what it comes down to.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. And I mean, the let well qualification is a brilliant thing. Um, when it comes around, like you say, we did all do the, the let well qualification. And we didn't realise at the time that it was just one agent in each office and uh, all their staff, the letting staff, done it. But we I did. I actually did.
2: I did realise it was only one person in, in, in the company that needed to be qualified. But I felt at the time that it was necessary to get yeah. everybody qualified. Um, you can't stick your neck out and be the ultimate letting agency and the number one in the UK and in yeah. Scotland if you don't have everybody qualified up to the at least the minimum standards in terms of legislation, in terms of accreditation. And, and for yeah. me, that's a big, big thing. You know that um, yourself. No, of course. It's, it's, you know, it is all about raising the standards and raising the bar all the time, every single time. World-class mm-hmm. service and world-class results.
0: Oh, definitely. And I think as well, the Let training taught quite a lot to the, the, our staff as well. I mean, notice periods and things changing and there's a lot of changes and, and it keeps you it keeps you on point with what uh, is the correct procedures for, for doing things. And we've seen the benefits of having the Let qualification but yeah. I think a big part as well as, as local knowledge and, and obviously experience and things right, all go hand in hand with um, having the perfect, well, I say the perfect agent, but you know what I mean, um, an agent who is worthy of obviously looking after your property correctly. So you are talking about me
2: there when you said the perfect <laughs> agent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to get it big time this morning, I'll tell
0: you, I'm in one of these moods. yes God. <laughs> yeah, Charlotte, and... Uh, all the different aspects, but obviously picking the right Latin agent. And-
1: I think so. There, ha- there has to be like a likability. You've got to like who you're picking. You you know you've got to have that friendship with them. Yeah. So that you feel like you can go to them about the smallest of little details, um, and it not be an issue. Um, I definitely think likability comes into it as well.
0: Quite yeah, and you definitely know working in property management how you build up friendship relationships with landlords and things, and and that's the best that's way it. to do it.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. it. I mean, yeah, I've, I've got, got a couple of landlords. I could just phone up to have a quick chat about
0: the weather. <laughs> yeah, um, you know. No, we don't just there was, Sorry, there was a landlord we spoke to. Sorry, there was a we spoke to yesterday, Charlotte, and it was. Uh, she, we phoned just and it, it wasn't bad news. And she's like, "Oh, well, I thought there was something wrong." I said, "We don't always just phone you no. <laughs> bad news." No, um, well, so that's yeah, it. yeah, definitely. But um, like I mentioned there, um, the uh, different factors in being a good nation is obviously knowing the area and having local knowledge. And I think that brings us to the first section which is location, location, location. Now it might sound really obvious, but choosing an agent close to your rental property makes sound business sense. Letting agents who live and breathe an area are best equipped to rent your property quickly and for many reasons. These reasons are obviously, they'll always be nearby for viewings, which for letting agents can be last minute. They all know um, how last minute viewings can be for rentals. And they also have a list of potential tenants looking for property just like yours. And I think in the current market, and now more than ever, we do have lists of people that are looking because of the short supply available properties at the moment. It's it's fever pitch just now.
2: It's it's unbelievable what the market's like just now um, in, in terms of the numbers. I mean, you know... Go ahead and, and keep talking, Richard. I'm just going to yeah. quickly look up uh, right moving, actually, or, or Zupa is actually probably a better
0: one. Yeah, for get some, get some, see yeah. how many is
2: available right across Fife just now.
0: Okay. And um, they'll know exactly what rents are achievable to keep your income flowing. They'll know about the transport links as well as the best places to eat, drink, and shop. And they'll have a pool of local contractors who can help you with precision uh, presentation and uh, repairs now contractors um Charlotte, obviously you deal with contractors every day yeah. we have a plethora of contractors and we have really we have a group of really reliable um contractors who competitively price things and do things for us like last minute, yeah, last minute. really, really last minute. yeah yeah i mean what's your experience with the uh, contractors and and, and having
1: I think having local contractors, like the other day we had a massive flood on one of our properties and we know there's a guy, one of our contractors, he lives two minutes down the road. We can just phone him and say, you need to go. And they go so fast in the heartbeat. They'll be there sorting it out. And I think having local contractors and using not big companies um, is a massive factor of why I think our property management team is so successful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, reliable contractors is a a big thing um, for us. And I think that's what are good that's beneficial to landlords as well, because a lot of landlords don't have the connections or uh, know the local contractors that are that are maybe gonna be the best at doing the job or gonna do it quick enough. And um, that's that's a good part of having a Latin agent in place who's got a contractor list like that. And and we have built that over a lot of years and, and rely on it a lot. Yeah. Jim, you got figures for us?
2: Yeah, just share that screen if you can, Richard. Yeah. I mean, when you look at that, 85 properties up for rent right across Fife. Mm. That's across Fife. That's there's 170,000 <laughs> 170, households right across Fife. There's 370,000 people in Fife. Yeah. And there's only 85 properties from agents actually available for let. It's, amazing. it's fever
0: pitch to the now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, to look at that figure, I mean, 85 in the whole of Fife, um, there, it's no wonder we have less of people that are, just crying out for property and it's that, and everything from one bed to five bed detached properties we're, we've got people looking for so I mean we really are crying out for available properties to try and meet this kind of this demand at the moment so
2: do you think do you think that's going to change though do you think that's going to change in the short term
0: I, I don't think in the short term um obviously unless I buy more property unless you <laughs> got people I
2: keep buying property <laughs> I'm getting carried away eh? I think I'm on number eight, <laughs> eight or nine
0: since the beginning uh, of the year, I think
2: you're about. I you about number eight. So I look to buy portfolios next. So if anybody's up for it,
0: well, uh, that's good, Jim. Because uh, the more properties you buy, <laughs> the, more, <laughs> the more tenants we could get into them. Because we've got people knocking <laughs> down the door for properties, so it's good. So yeah, and, and we we keep promoting to landlords and investors if if they're looking to expand their portfolios and and buy properties. That uh, now is the time, and um, uh, definitely. So. Uh, just to continue on this bit, ask about the size of the area your agent covers. Are they truly local experts or are they spreading themselves too thin? Nobody can do, uh, to be in two places at once and a random smattering of properties that are a long way from each other can mean travelling long distances between appointments. This cuts down on the number of viewings an agent can attend to and dilutes their local expertise and profile. Um, and I think that that is a good point to make um, I think obviously we are Fife properties uh, Fife in general isn't a, a, a vast place but um, we have offices located in all the, the main towns within uh, the kingdom really so it allows us to facilitate um, Latin, being a Latin Asian in these different areas I think that's really important as well um, would you agree with that Jim?
2: I, I mean,
0: But more importantly, it's actually
2: being able to be um, proactive and actually be on the spot when you need them. It's yeah. um, actually having people that work and live in the area. Um, yeah. That's key and essential to how we operate. Um, and yeah. I've never, ever bought anything outside of my control um, yeah. that I can't travel to myself because I've... I've and this is 30 years of, of experience coming forward here, why you yeah. don't buy outside of your area. Unless you've got an outstanding letting agent, that's really what it comes down to. This is what we're talking about just now. Yeah. Unless you have an outstanding letting agent that can perform as good as you can, if not better than you can, that's the only reason that you would you would, you would would want to buy outside of your area of that letting agent's in that area. Yeah. Um, and this is why we often attract investors for Fife because, well, hopefully we're outstanding. Well, I didn't, I mean, I, I, I do it tongue in cheek when I say it, but, but it's, the, it's the, I think we're on the 11 times letting agent of the year with the mm-hmm. Estas. Now, that, that's that got to stand for something for the very fact it's not us doing it, it's not a panel voting for us, it's actually our our, our existing landlords that are voting for us. And, and as a result of that, the group itself is sitting at a 98% approval rating. So what does that tell us? You know, we're doing something right. But more importantly, it's, I think it's because we're on our doorstep. So it's actually choosing the right letting. So, if you, for example, a lot of the guys are up in Aberdeen. They're buying in Aberdeen because it's a good market. The low prices up there. The rent, uh, the, 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 the yields or the net yields and the returns you can get on up there are really good. But it's actually getting a real good letting agent up in Aberdeen to perform to make sure your investments looked after. Um, I would now rather be a passive investor landlord rather than actually be a hands-on landlord. So yeah. it's a landlord or an investor. It's the two things. You know, investor, basically, uh, you take care of it as a letting agent. The landlord is like, well, I'm actually wanting to go around and do their repairs, I'm wanting to get involved a wee bit in what we're doing. And to be honest, I would I, I would think your time is more productive used doing something else rather than actually trying to be a letting agent landlord. Um, yeah. I, I know people like to dabble, and it's, and it's the like the idea of getting involved and helping people and that's why they're getting into it. But to be honest, probably don't be a landlord for that reason. Um, that's not, that's not, because that'll eat up all your time uh, in terms of what you're doing. And literally for the price of a cup of coffee every single day, you can have somebody doing it for you. I mean, you're, we worked it out like £2.50 or something, £2.50 a day to have somebody look after your property and you've got nothing else to do with it. And and, and when you think about the logic of that and what I'd done in the 10 years And the price increases before. Mm -hmm. um, The last ten years, an average house in Fife has gone up forty-six percent. So, if your average house is a hundred thousand pound, it's just over a hundred thousand pound actually. You've actually made forty-six thousand pound, and you've actually not got any. You've not done anything for it. You've Mm -hmm. actually just bought a property ten years ago, given it to us, and then or given it to another agent. I didn't. I didn't want to be biased here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Talk about us all the time. <laughs> After all, it's about choosing the best Latin agent. However, I'm maybe I'm biased. Um, um, I, well, it's local knowledge. I mean, nobody has the thirty years experience I have. And, and if anybody's got it, come and tell me, and I'll challenge you. <laughs> That's the reality. because yeah, I, <laughs> I know a hell of a
0: lot more than you do. <laughs> yeah, I um, think lo- local knowledge definitely as a, a big factor. Um, and a lot of good points you made there, Jim. And I think the analogy of the price of a cup of coffee every day. For somebody to look after your your investment as a as a really good way to put it uh, and that's basically what it is and and to take all the stress away for that that price is as great uh, i have just i've got a couple of comments here about cairns this uh, morning cairns and just uh, saying having a good relationship with contractors is key especially when you need a last minute repair definitely um Kern morning angela angela's asked a question but it's a wee bit lengthy so i'll maybe leave that to the end if we have got time angela um But I'm I'm gonna move on to uh, the next section, which is pretend to be a tenant. And there's no better way of finding out what a company is really like than posing as a customer. This is obviously comes down to like mystery shopping and things. As a landlord and a possible client, letting agents will be going all out to impress you, but you also need to know how they talk to their potential tenants. Take a look at your agent's website and find a property to, to inquire about, then prepare a few questions that aren't covered in the description to test their knowledge and customer service. You're not looking to be awkward or catch them out. You're simply doing some fact finding.
2: Oh, that's a good one, eh? Ah, yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> Around the experience of dealing with them. If you don't feel comfortable making the call yourself, ask a friend to do it. So it's always, one, I mean, and it's back to obviously the days of um, mystery shopping and things. Jim, and you'll be you'll be familiar with that. And as I as am I. Um, All the time,
2: I, yeah. I, I mystery I mystery shop and yeah. test every single letting agent and estate agent in Fife, yeah. every single time, and it's amazing where I see the differences in what we do and what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and some of the, I tell you what though, some of them do actually really well. Oh, and they do, nice, do, do some things exceptionally well, and I think, oh, we could do that, and and I incorporate that into what we're doing into our system. Yeah. Um, so so there is thing, there is things to learn from other letting agents but you're absolutely right, that's a good one pose yeah. as a tenant for the first time and, and actually test them, so there's nothing wrong with doing
0: that about, about a property they've got up for let yeah um, your questions should be easy to answer without someone needing to call you back try asking what parking is like on the street, how much passing traffic there is or how noisy the neighbourhood is at night you can't find out those answers on Google Maps, and a good letting agent will know their stuff. Look for how long it takes the agent to answer the phone, then for how polite, professional, and interested they are. Do they have an obvious knowledge of the property you've inquired about? That's a, that's a good topic, and I'm going to pick up on that when I finish this. But do they invite you to view or ask about the type of home you're looking for to rent? And how does your experience leave you feeling? Like you've made a new friend, or like you've interrupted someone's day now that comes back to obviously um building up relationships with potential tenants tenants and landlords and things but i think as well when you phone up and it's quite um, important that you actually speak to someone who's got knowledge of the actual property i think charlotte um, and uh, Karen all know this as well i think it's important that you've at least visited a property if you're trying to let it and also manage it i mean how are you meant to let or manage a property that you've never been in and seen um, and I think that is important. Would you agree with that Charlotte?
1: Yeah definitely because they're 100% they're going to ask questions. Normal one, where's the boiler? If you don't know where the boiler is when you're viewing, yeah, you know you look just as daft as you know the next person that walks to the door. So yeah, yeah. going in there getting eyes on first before doing any viewings is, is what you need to do.
0: Yeah and I think it's so, so much an easier process when you answer the phone and you're speaking to someone and, and they do ask things like oh what's the parking like or is it a quiet neighbourhood or what are the neighbours like? And if you've not got a clue how to answer any of the questions, then um, it, it, it's, it's not going to, it's, you're not off to a good start. Um, yeah. Do you agree with that, Jim? Yeah, absolutely.
2: This is this is why, and I'll go back to saying, this is why I had a 99.9% occupancy rate when I was mm-hmm. doing it all myself. I lived in, I actually moved into one of the supposed worst streets in Methyl, mm-hmm. and I actually lived there for five years. Mm-hmm. And I was a company director at the time, and I had a brand-new um, Mercedes car that sat out the front. And everybody went, oh, really? It's like, I can't believe you've actually done that. And it's like, I lived there for five years. There was nothing wrong with it. It mm-hmm. was a fantastic street. Nobody ever bothered you. But this mm-hmm. so-called reputation it had um, was was a myth. It was a myth that everybody had created over the years, to, you know, just to, I think, just probably for something to talk about. So yeah. I had a great knowledge and understanding of the area, and I still do now as a result, because I'm always in these neighbourhoods. Even as an estate agent, I'm in these neighbourhoods as well. As an investor landlord, I'm in these neighbourhoods as well. I sit on various housing panels, local groups and all the rest of it. So you get to understand areas as a result of what you're doing and what you're involved in in terms of the community. So I would absolutely 100% agree with you and what you're saying. It's all about understanding knowledge in the area. It gives you that edge over everybody else in terms of what you're doing. So, uh, yeah, that's the best letting agent to to look out for as a result yeah. of that.
0: Yeah, a mixture of local knowledge and actual knowledge about the properties that they're they're trying to to let. Um, these are all key factors, I think, and and, and having the right process. And if you did not get that feel, and I think if you mystery shop your your own agent and you don't get that, then um, that is something to be concerned about. I think, um, especially when they're dealing with. One of your, I mean, your your tax-free um, assets. I mean, as your as your rental properties and your portfolio and it, you should feel comfortable and confident enough that your letting agent and your your management agent, as a uh, is able to do that correctly and and has the knowledge of your property. And I think the the internals of the property, like you say, Charlotte, where's the boiler? How do you turn the water off? Where's the meters? Um, do you know? What, I, I mean, all these things that you get asked on a daily basis, you should be able to answer. Uh, and I mean, we manage a, a, a fair amount of properties, Charlotte, but it's amazing how much knowledge you keep up in your head. I'm <laughs>
1: shocked the amount of knowledge I can keep in my head now. <laughs> when I first started this job, I thought, oh my Lord. But now right. it, it comes to you like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: the bank knowledge in my head about individual properties is, is uh, quite surprising. Even
2: understanding about the boilers and how they work. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh is, that, is that a CDI 24? <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure, well i tell you what you should do is that a combi or is it a system boiler oh it's a system boiler okay so this is the what's going to happen and this is what you need to do to rectify that issue and it's and you can actually for me i could actually see it in my mind and i yeah. could actually walk people through that process on the other end of the phone um and how to do that so yeah. you know that's uh right, it's just that knowledge and understanding morning james but is it? But I suppose when you think about it, as an investor or a landlord, if you've only got one or two properties, to be honest, do you really want to know all that? It's like yeah. just I right, just let a letting agent do it. Um, it's it's because then you've got to. It's if you're looking for something to do, go out and earn something that earns you money, more money than what you'd pay a letting agent to do it. If that's the case, or go and do something exciting in your life. <laughs> then it
0: then be a letting agent. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but, um I mean, every day is different. But um, I think uh, all these things—I mean, like you're talking about, obviously boilers not I mean—the the big ones, the uh, boiler pressure. I mean, how many calls do we get about boiler pressure?
1: And it's the same; yeah. it's the same error codes every single time. I'm just like, right, okay, we know what to do now. Yeah, and in, in I mean, it's like just read... this information can save them the the landlord or investor money by yeah. us not having to send contractors out, being able to talk it through on the phone. Yeah, um, and, you know.
0: And knowing the different boilers and the different obviously filling in loops and things or, or, or how to top up that pressure and, and advising I mean advising tenants for the get for the for the get go, I mean, is, is the important thing. But being able to identify that when they phone in, that's the problem because they should be able to they should be able to do that themselves. And if they don't, then it's gonna be a cost it's gonna be a costly call out just for something that's a, a really simple fix and, and, and could have been avoided. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that's just a really common one. So we'll move on to uh, promotion and performance. To be sure of reaching the best selected uh, selection of tenants, your property needs to be on at least one of the national portals. So ask about an agent's choice of channel and why they made the decision. Now that's an interesting one, We're, uh, obviously speaking about the portals, uh, well, or LCIE, right move, zoopla, but uh, we'll, we'll expand on that when we finish uh, talking about this section. Agents have varied results with different portals, so one isn't necessarily right over another. What matters most is the is whichever portal your agent has chosen will get you the right result. Now take a look at how they describe the homes they rent and their descriptions, enthusiast, enthusiastic and information. Lettings can be fast moving, so they don't need to be war and peace, or even Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Is it not the Philosopher's Stone?
2: Ah, oh, it's America, it's Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah, I caught know, you there, it, eh? I know, that, I know
0: that I'm a Harry Potter fan, but I just <laughs> up on that. Uh, uh, but they should at least be clear and helpful, and they should make you want to view the property. Now, I think, obviously, a big thing now is, uh, obviously, talking about the portals. I think, um, as well as portals, you need to be looking at, obviously, social media well mm. facebook is facebook is a portal no, it is it's the new
2: platform
0: i mean, it I mean has... facebook facebook is the new the new um, the
2: new thing it's like yeah. you'll never you i mean the portals are old hat uh, the portals are really um, the equivalent of radio now even yeah. even going on to the point in, in 5 or 10 years time they'll be equivalent to newspapers you know in terms of technology because they they can't keep up with instant reactions and mm. social media and instagram and twitter and, uh, and even YouTube and LinkedIn are all platforms. That are instant. They're instant. Yeah. They're instant reactions. They're instant uh, results. They're live. They're on the spot in that yeah. moment. Breaking news. Um, by the time you've by the time you've uploaded it to a portal now, um, like Rightmove or Zoopla and that, it's probably gone. Um, so you know. We did, when I did that 85 there the now, I mean, that was 85 a couple of weeks ago, but we've been renting properties like they've gone of fashion before they've yeah. actually gone on a portal. So by the time they go on the, that, that portal, it's like, well, we'll put it on, but we'll put it on as let, let agreed. So yeah. I, I would tell everyone else out there, if you are a tenant looking for a property, uh, then you need to follow our Facebook pages. You know, because mm-hmm. you'll see them there first. If you're a, if you're a landlord investor and you're looking, well, we have our own private landlord investors group now. That we're developing mm-hmm. for people to pass on our knowledge and our expertise and what they should be buying, what they shouldn't be buying. Um, you know, so that's another instant form of of, of communication straight away. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm literally you know communicating with people daily on a daily basis as if they're lifting the phone, mm-hmm. but but it's through messenger.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think we've seen um, just more and more of the interaction we're getting in, uh, from social media is amazing. Right,
2: Rightmove can't do that. Zoopla can't yeah. do that. You can't interact with people straight away on these platforms.
0: They've been yeah, market now. It's instant communication. And I think as well, like you said, I mean, just more and more we see with lettings and sales that stuff's not even making it to the portals and, and we've got it. It's away. It's gone. Um, and that's why we can't emphasise enough. And I, and I do reiterate to everybody, if you're looking for a property for sale or for rent in a specific area you need to follow the the, the facebook page relevant to that area to get the yeah. instant live update because um, if you're not then you've missed it you've missed the train you've missed it so um that is a very important thing i mean charlotte you've seen the developments with social media in recent uh over the last year
1: well that's it i mean i think yeah. i did a i did a video not that long ago of a, a refurb and mm-hmm. During that refurb, the property was let because the person was like, "No, I'll just take it. I'll take it now." Yeah, it's crazy. There's, there isn't, there just is not. But then,
2: but then, when you think about Charlotte, that's experience and expertise. That you know, this is this is a track record I've done for years. I've often advertised a property um, when I'm doing a refurb. Well, you know the now that even the properties I'm buying just now, I'm actually concluding missives. I'm refurbing the property before I'm actually over the line with it, because I've yeah. concluded the missives, i refurb the property, we'll advertise the property while I'm refurbing it, and we've got a tenant almost to move in the day I actually buy it, maximizing the return from day one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, minimizing or, or eliminating void period, really, um, and, and instant income as soon as the property is ready to go, basically. And that's the best way to do it. Yeah. And we've done that with a few years recently, Jim, and there's a few more to go. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I must put you through your task, though, eh?
2: It's like, um, I've another yeah. tube, i bought another one.
1: Just uh, no, that's I'm glad. There's the more, there's yours, more properties than mine. Another demand. one chalks up.
0: <laughs> 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 um, so, and finally, ask your uh, agent about the results. What's the average time it takes to find a tenant? Do homes like yours rent quicker or faster than others? Can they show you examples of successful recent lettings? And be wary of false promises. Look for answers that are believable and realistic. And um, I think that is a, that is an important point to make about the the timeframes of letting a property. I mean, I mean, it's the golden question. I mean, it's the golden question that everybody asks. And I think um, generally, I used to always feel about maybe a realistic time frame is maybe four to six weeks. God, God, I would probably tell them a week now.
2: Uh, <laughs> minus, most, minus three. Yeah. minus three days maybe we can get minus anymore because yeah, effectively you can get that i mean you know I, 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 there is a lot of knowledge and expertise here again and you kind of believe it but i actually managed to get 120 occupancy out of property one year mm-hmm. Not <laughs> so days, a Confused. <laughs> 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 really? yeah i did i got 120 occupancy How rate out of property that? Well, I only tell that to my landlord. I'm not going to tell that one publicly how to do that. <laughs> but, you know, that's just for a personal investor group. Um, yeah. uh, the, the landlords and people that come with us. Uh, James actually says a good comment there. Have you put that up on the screen? Uh, uh, good strategy. I'm about to offer another property in Glen Office. So the approach sounds interesting. Yeah, absolutely, James. Yeah. I would do that in a heartbeat. Um, ask that Once you've offered on it and it's been accepted, just say, you know, is there any chance I could actually conclude missives? And if I conclude missives, can can you ask the, the owner, if it's an empty property, if I can get in to, to start my refurb uh, and then get on with it now? Uh, and then while you're doing your refurb, we can nip round and we could do our video there straight there and then and saying, this is what's happening to this property. Um, You know, this is what it's going to go up for rent as if you're a person. And then that way, we're able to pick and choose the right person for that property, Um, ready to move in the
0: day that you actually conclude on it. Yeah, definitely, James. I mean, I'm doing that. There's another... Room investor that uh, a property in office as well actually funnily enough and uh, just concluded missives I've been in there uh, the, the selling agent gave me access um, we've got things lined up we have tenants already looking to take the property uh, they're actually overspalled for a similar property and it's, it's so I mean it just uh, it swings in roundabouts and roundabouts and I think if you're if you're ahead of the game like that um, like you say it, it's uh, it's instant income from the day de- you obviously exchange, basically,
2: really. It's instant income, but it's also attracting the right tenant because yeah. the tenant, you know, the, the person that's actually wanting the property sees that you're uh, obviously a good landlord because of the amount of investment you're putting into it. Yeah. And and you're getting more or less everything new. I mean, you know, we could talk about the park of Wine, it was a new bathroom, new kitchen, uh, new floor coverings, new boiler, new radiators, um, paint and decorated all the way through. And yeah. we're done. You know, that's effectively the standard in double glazing. Mm-hmm so um so that's kind of the benchmark that you want to try and achieve admittedly you can't do that all the time sometimes there's some bits i mean you know i think that i think when that one i did the double glazing maybe about 10 years ago mm-hmm. but it's still great upvc double glazing yeah it's
0: uh, in good condition in that one yeah I mean, uh, sure. it's a bit
2: weird because i actually went out my way to make sure the outside actually matched everybody else's windows because yeah. um, it was a local authority building. So I marched it by doing brown on the outside and then the local authority put double glazing and changed it all to white. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I actually went away to make sure it's all in keeping with the area and then they went, "No, oh, no, we're just changing others to white. Oh, thanks. Okay. <laughs> well, that no leaked out.
0: Maybe a budget thing. I don't know. Um, but, yeah.
2: just, I, I would say it's a stupid thing,
0: to be honest. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but who, am I, who am I to say that about the local authority?
0: <laughs> yeah, the uh, the turnaround of that property was amazing. I mean, the, the finished products just uh, looks great. I mean, Charlotte, you uh, orchestrated all that and, uh, love that,
1: and uh, love it was it a job
0: too. well done. Yeah, it looks lovely. Love yeah, it.
1: Definitely. And you know what? It was so fast. I think from the second the contractor stepped in for a, near enough, the whole property was ripped out, everything was put back in, I think it was four weeks.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and the end result is just amazing. Um, yeah. It does look really good. And we've got, we've got really good tenants. Having
2: yeah. the right contractors is good though.
0: You yeah, know, and that, uh, that goes uh, that goes back to having the right contractors and people yeah. that will do things for um, you quickly and uh, they respond quickly and obviously, and do it at the uh, competitive prices. I mean, pricing and things things um, have obviously increased uh, for yeah. What it used to be, um, and what's James, James saying here?
2: All uh, right, fashionable grey uh, on the yeah. BBC, and that's uh, fine. De- you know, that's
0: in just now. Yeah, definitely, James, and I think grey is the it's the new well <laughs> If my decor behind me, um, yeah, the grey colour is definitely in and I think it's uh, the grey and whites and things i'm gonna lead a campaign to bring back magnolia magnolia oh,
1: good. Jim, <laughs> I think I think think magnolia, is car- Please do not bring back magnolia
2: back- walls white skirts and facings, white ceilings and beige carpets bring it back it's like i'm gonna I, I i'm gonna run a political party
1: <laughs> i will not be voting <laughs> I
0: think as well in, in the darker gray carpet i'll get all think?
2: the old school people voting oh. <laughs> We them know, alone. <laughs> but, Aye, there you go, avocado bathroom av- sweet. Av- yeah. Bathroom, yeah. Aye, it does it every time. <laughs> uh, I'll James, Pampas Green, that's the one. Pampas <laughs> Green and Whisper Grey. Aye, I tell you what, though, Whisper Grey is back in fashion. You know, Aye, don't don't, don't knock it. The grey bathroom suites are back. I actually have one. So <laughs> I'm now ultra-trendy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: James, <laughs> James says is <"Pampus> grass. <laughs> but yeah, and I think the, the dark grey carpets is a good thing, I think it's good as well because they, they hide a multitude of things, obviously, I mean, daily wear and tear on carpets, I mean, I think like you see it used to be the magnolia walls and the beige carpet, but a beige carpet could take a quite a, a beating in a rental property and, and could need to be replaced a lot more often than the a darker carpet. So. It's good that the darker uh, gray color has, has come back into fashion, mm-hmm. so, um, especially in rental properties, so. Um, we will move on to uh, communication and care. Something we often hear from our landlords is how much they feel they matter to us. You can't put a price on settlement, uh, sentiment like that and you deserve the same. When you're speaking to agents, ask for details of their service standards to ensure that whatever they are offering is comp- uh, compatible with what you need. And I think that is that's an important point. I think that what you are providing and wha- what you are doing for a landlord is what they are actually what they what they look set out to to have done for them. Um, and to, it's kind of managing expectation as well. I mean, well, it is managing expectation. Um, I mean, Charlotte, you'll obviously deal with landlords every day. Well, we both do. Um, but for the property management side of things, they obviously um, doing things that uh, are relevant to the individual landlord and meeting the expectation is a big part of your your role.
1: Yeah, it, it can sometimes be difficult as well um, because I think landlords have quite a high expectation um, and there'll be one or two times that you can't meet it, there'll be something wrong with the tenant and we can't come to an agreement and they're like, well, you should be able to do that. I'm just like, but it's slightly difficult, but we'll get there. But um, yeah, managing expectation can be tricky.
0: Yeah, but I mean, that's all part of it. It's training. all part of the problem solving of property management. And, and
1: it's a training and, we've all given as well. It's yeah,
0: and i just gonna say, yeah, training and things to continually train and build and develop yourself and your skills and how to deal with situations like that. And and the self-gratification when you actually resolve things and you have a happy landlord, a happy tenant and things are, I mean, it's, 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 that is all uh, part of the daily daily tasks and doing that is, is quite uh, satisfying when you you get the end result. I mean, Jim, you probably have a lot of the instances where you managing expectations and managing people's um, expectations of you as an agent as well.
2: Uh, Obviously, you know, from the point of uh, some, well, let's be honest, some people are actually delusional in in their approach to things (laughs) and and some people are, are not like that at all. But 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 it's actually bringing bringing them down to earth. Yeah. I think that's again when it comes back to expertise and uh, and skill. I mean, you yeah. have your you have your your three services. You've got a tenant find. You've got your let only. You've got your managed service. But ideally, you, you know, we talked about. We'd always said to people, look. To be honest, you'd be better just going for managed service because there's a hell mm-hmm. of a raft of legislation to learn now. But it's what they don't they don't know what they don't know, mm-hmm. and that's the difficulty. And and. And sometimes, um, you know, myself included, I want to know everything I want to know before I make a decision about yeah. a, a circumstance, because um, that's just me. Some some other landlords or investors are like, "Well, just get on with it. You know mm-hmm. what you're doing. That's fine." Um, but I want to know that answer, and I need to know the ins and outs of why it is that decision and why it's not that decision. So. I think it's actually when we go to managing people's expectations it's it's been able it's been able to get them over the line to understand it they have to do certain things to comply with legislation and if they don't then they could end up being culpable a classic example is you know if, if somebody did uh, uh, die as a result of carbon monoxide poisoning because you didn't have your gas certificate in place it's not your letting agent that goes to jail it's you wow. <laughs> yeah. Even though you're the investor and the land, if you're an investor and you've got no hands, you know, you're not taking responsibility for it at all because it's the letting agent dealing with. It, you're the one that goes to jail. It's not. Yeah. It's not the. It's not the letting agent. Um, you're the one that's the criminal charge against because you own the property. So it's actually understanding that. So on the face of it, as uh, the the when you talked about that about it's the communication. It's often you just people just see these three services, but they don't realize that the skill and experience that the letting agent has is probably more important in understanding that. And that's where it comes down to this, about the, understanding the communication and care that the, this agent takes yeah. um, and making sure that they have a track record in that. Um, to to be able to solve a problem. I mean a lot of some landlords actually turn round and say, well it's all going swimmingly well, then you know I could just manage it myself. But it's like yeah. when it goes horribly wrong, that's what you're paying for. Yeah. You know, you're you you're giving all the you're giving all the benefit to the, the agent when it goes well, mm-hmm. but then when it goes horribly wrong, it's still the same price. But they're doing a, a lot more work to get that resolved. So it swings and roundabouts at the end of the day. And I always state a lot of people, it's almost like an insurance policy. You know, I'm yeah. not letting agent looking after it because you, sometimes you'll really need them and they'll have to do a lot of work, which will be offset by the times when you didn't the need them and you paid them for it. Like, yeah. you know, because let's let's be honest, it's people say, oh, it's money for old rope. It's not, it's That's not. not. First time I pick up the phone, your fees used <laughs> <laughs> for the whole yeah. month. That's effectively. It. First time I pick up the phone to that tenant, your fee's gone because basically that's about thirty quid straight away. Yeah. Just to, just to communicate and sort something out and do all the background work in order to do that. That's that's effectively it. it's done. So that all you need to do is phone a, a tenant, you know, or deal with uh, twelve issues in a in a in a year for the your managed property, and that's you got your money's worth out your at your letting agent if that's really what you want to do. Yeah
0: think as well, and I, I hear, I hear the landlords, and they're like, "Oh, everything's going that great. I'm going to take it back and manage it myself." But I always say, "Well, the reason it, the reason it is going great is because we're, we're managing it."
2: I right, we're managing and it. Take it back then. then. There they go. All right. and then that they, actually happened it. not
1: long ago. Somebody took right. the property. When you're
2: that. coming back, you're paying a higher price. <laughs> Two months later, he came back and like, "I've
1: made a mistake." All right.
0: like well, yeah, because they didn't realise everything that we do in the background. So.
2: I see. I've had thirty years of experience of learning it the hard way, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and realising yes, I should have actually just used a letting agent.
0: <laughs> so um, yeah, so see what their systems like for giving feedback on viewings. Not every property goes uh, in its first week on the market. Well, no, this obviously yeah. wasn't written <laughs> on uh, based on today's market, but anyway. And you want constructive advice and unfiltered commentary. Uh, to know what action to take. Will you have a specific point of contact when you want to get in touch? I think that's important um, to be passed around for different people, it's quite confusing. I think as long as you've got you've got these individual people, like Charlotte, you all, de- all have designated landlords and properties you deal with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the, uh, the, the, uh, the letting uh, process to begin with, we have obviously Karen does a lot of that and she's that point of contact. Uh, and it's good that people know that the individual person to go to. Um, ask them how and when they'll keep you up to date I think uh, communication again which is really important and happy landlords are our number one priority and we make sure they feel valued and remembered and I think that is very important that a landlord is happy with what you're providing with, uh, the service you're providing them with and and you have that relationship where it's almost like a friendship um, and like you say Charlotte you could pick up the phone and, and have a chat and uh, and just not not just to discuss when something's went wrong basically. Right. Uh, and that—that's uh, a very fundamental part of letting and property management, and, and I would definitely say that as the case. Um, the my years of doing it anyway, and Jim, I'm sure you'll agree.
2: Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about the specific point of contact. I mean, you know, you know, we get contact from everywhere, especially social media now. Yeah. So instant messaging, and it's easy for us to pass on a message straight away, or get that message to someone else. So it's almost—it's almost like you're speaking. the right person whereas some of the other property management systems that run just now it's like you've got to click through several things to actually solve Mm -hmm. your problem um but but we still feel that that's that's maybe you know that's probably just a mechanism to filter a lot of people out um Mm -hmm. but but by educating your tenants and making sure they're they're they understand when they should be contacting you when they shouldn't be contacting you you know you it's easy to do and plus that can be done in quarterly inspections as well you know, yeah. the quarterly inspections are vital and important for that reason, because often, sometimes they don't want to. Or don't want to bother you. You don't want to bother you at the weekend. It's like, well, your boiler's broken, so just bother us at the weekend. Yeah. You know, you need to get it fixed. Mm-hmm. You need. We need to do something about it. You can't just wait and have no hot. I mean, I had that last weekend. You know, classic example was the person um, messaged me or phoned me and it answered and it said, "You know, what's the position just now? Do you what's wrong with your boiler? My boiler's not working. Okay, right, fine." do you have hot water in the house? Do you have an electric shower um, um, for washing? And he said, no. And I said, perfect, we need to deal with it now. If yeah. we had an electric shower, that's fine. You've got hot water for washing. It's warm enough outside just now. It's not the end of the world. Um, we can manage just now. And 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 that worked very well for that person. And we got the message and we got the response. We got the result. Mm-hmm. Um, I've often heard people as well saying, uh, well, if you'd had a British contract, but British gas contract in place, that wouldn't have probably had a problem. Uh, I'm sorry, but British gas will only respond to you between nine and five during weekdays, and they and, uh, will not come out of the weekend at all. They're not and interested. They and,
1: and I and think the still, that, times, that one in particular, Jim, that you were on about, it was something so simple as the fact that he'd run out of gas with his meter and he didn't realise when he put the card in, you have to yeah. hold the button to get gas, and that's all it was. Yeah. So yeah. two-second call, you know.
2: Yeah. So he could he could he could ended up having to wait all weekend to Monday morning to actually get water to wash, um, and, and 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 get that, and yet he got an instant response via the right channels, and he, it was resolved uh, very quickly for them. Um, and I think that's all about that comes back to the communication and care, because just as important about the communication and care for the landlords, it's just as important about communication and care for our tenants. You know, yeah. ultimately, we have responsibility to for you know people's lives. You know yeah. their livelihood and their their living conditions and that's a huge responsibility to take on board um and and that's how I look at it, you know that it, and it's a and, and it's a privilege more than anything to, yeah. to have that responsibility and for people to give you that responsibility um and, and that's how I look at it. I don't know how you feel about it as well
0: yeah of course I mean I think it's, it's amazing how reliant some tenants not become on us as agents and, and property managers I um, <laughs> the the, the the feeling of becoming a social worker sometimes with people but it's it's quite fulfilling as well sometimes because you do help people kind of through all different aspects of their lives as well um and the process of being their the managing agent and and likewise the landlords as well and, and that, that's quite good you have um, to be a special breed of person to be a letting agent yeah you obviously do. and
2: and 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 a landlord as well if you're a mm-hmm. landlord and i'm not talking about an investor i'm talking about a landlord hands-on mm-hmm. you have to be a special breed of person you have to you have to be self, you have to be serving to other people, and you mm. have to be able to do that. So your, incon, your inconvenience is their convenience. You yeah. have to look at it like that all the time, mm. and that's how you build a successful reputation and successful um, a successful agency.
0: That's really what it comes down to. Yeah, there's a nice comment from Heather. Morning, Heather. Admire your enthusiasm. Very helpful so far. Good. I mean that's I mean that is how that is that is how we we feel and that is how we look at um, letting and managing a property and, and dealing with our landlords and tenants. I mean, and I think that uh, if you've got that compassion, it does it does show through, um, and that's what makes it all uh, a good experience for everybody all around. So um, trust your instincts. So every letting agent you meet could say all the right things and impress you with their knowledge and results. So which one do you choose? Who could list countless more points? <laughs> any... Sorry, Richard. That was pointing at me. Me? All right. I'm looking. <laughs> what did I miss there? Uh, who... <laughs> we could list countless points and endless tips of what to look for in the Latin agent. But one thing you should never overlook is how it feels when you're talking to them. And I think that's, I mean, I, I, I think even when we're doing like, um, I think this is a big part of like t- tenant selection. And I think, um, to get that feel for a person and whether they're right um, for the property and things as well. As a landlord um, or an investor choosing an agent, you should have that same kind of feeling when you're speaking to your potential agent. Um, And I think that's, if you didn't have that feeling, then unfortunately, it's probably not the right choice for you, Um, I would say that. Um, Using a letting agent as a long-term relationship, as well as finding one who measures up to everything we've set out you should also enjoy speaking to the person who will be looking after you and your investment. Someone who gives you the, the comforting sense that you're in safe hands. Of course, we hope you find that in us, uh, but the, the best way to feel completely comfortable is to get every question and concern answered. So ask as, ask everything you want and feel 100% sure. And I mean, asking questions is, is definitely the way to go there. Um, Angela's put in a question here, being a tenant, we look at it as as not our house, um, but our family home. Five properties were great for us. Yeah, they, Angela, you were a tenant with us for a, a good few years uh, and a good tenant. Thank so thanks for that comment, uh, Angela. Um, but yeah, definitely, I think you need to have that feeling, and and you need to ask as many questions so that you have, uh, you feel confident within yourself that you've chose the right agent um, for you and what you are looking to achieve with your property and and things as well. Would you agree with that, Jim?
2: I would say gut gut instinct is gut a instinct real is a good indicator. Yeah. You know, when you meet the letting agent, they could rattle off anything you want. They can give you all the handouts they want. They can have it all systematised. I mean, we know there's franchise organisations that have all that in place and all these yeah. handouts. But the reality is it's actually the boots on the ground. It's the person you speak to. And that gut reaction you get from them is... Are, are, and and you should go on that gut reaction. It's yeah. It speaks volumes. You know, that sixth sense is is absolutely right every single time. I've worked against it for years to try and prove myself wrong when I have that. Um, but every single time I've looked in hindsight after I've tried to prove myself wrong in situations and mm-hmm. thought, no, it was, was right. It was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. I should have done it that way in the first place. So gut instinct for, treat, for, for meeting your letting agent for the first time is a big, big thing. Uh, what's your initial reaction? I mean, you know, even down to the fact that... their shoes polished i know it sounds daft but it just just tells your attention to detail and then it tells me is how are they going to treat my biggest invest or my second biggest investment outside of my own house you know that's that's ultimately how are they going to treat that how are they going to respond to that and and it's their initial it's the initial appearance of that person that's going to make a fundamental difference and how that person is and how they would react um so you know yeah, absolutely. Ask countless questions, more points. Questions are good because they give you the answers you want. And if the person is reluctant to give the, to answer the questions, then, then it tells you it speaks volumes yeah. about, the, about the situation, especially um, some of the unusual questions and they can't answer that on the spot mm-hmm. um, and they can't give you a logical reason. At the end of the day, it's an interview.
1: And yeah. I often talk that's about that young. when I go
2: into when I go into list people's houses and, and pitch. It's like you know I leave a, a, effectively a resume of mm-hmm. me and my track record and my skills. It's not it's not to show off how great I am. It's actually to say this is my CV, and hopefully yeah. yeah. you'll you'll employ me for the job of selling your house, your biggest tax-free asset, and 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 that's ultimately it. So you are um, effectively um, interviewing someone. Um, when you when you do that and
0: trusting your instincts is a big big thing oh yeah definitely I mean very much so um, I think like it uh, is uh, very much an interview and I think even the person like the agent's presentation and things a good one you say about obviously shoes shoes are a big thing for me obviously I've, I'm so bad for scuffing my shoes and I have to keep honest I go through so many shoes but I do it because I think I, I mean I, if somebody come to me and I had and un, was untidily dressed or had Scuff shoes i would think Mm, that would make me question um so these are all the the different fundamental uh, parts that's also telltale sign for your tenants as well isn't
2: it yeah they turn up like that it's like whoa you're not going to look after this house (laughs) so it it gives you a real it gives you a real uh instinct you trust your instincts
0: as well as a letting agent Mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely charlotte you agree yeah i
1: think like jim said you've got to trust your gut you you know when you know as soon as they walk in and within the first what minute i think it is they say um, and you'll you'll decide then if you you know if you like the person or not and if you're going to go with them mm-hmm. um, but i think as well like jim said if you can ask the questions that the you know the landlord or investor are asking then you're winning
2: yeah yeah yeah, yeah but we're yeah. for the gimmicks Gimmicks yep. are a big thing to try and get people inside. It's like you know the typical gimmicks are: we'll give you a rent, a rent guarantee for the first six months. We'll give you, um, we'll give you um, three, three months free, um, le- um, fees to to get you on board. Now yeah. the reason that they do that is because they know if they get you on board, you're less likely to leave. Because it, yep. believe it or no, the way the apathy in the in between landlords and investors in the in the letting industry is similar to banks and bank accounts. Um, mm-hmm. It's very, very rare that people will switch accounts. It has to be really, really bad before they're do anything. Even if they, even if they do anything really bad, the banks they'll know they, they didn't switch sometimes because oh, it's too much they
0: hassle. The hassle. They do and, and,
2: and effectively, that's what happens with, with letting agents. So mm-hmm. once they've got you, uh, preferably by the short and curlies, you know that's that's you there for for good. <laughs> You know, um, I know, <laughs> I'm a great one for using analogies. But effectively, that's a, effectively what they've got because yeah. they've got a hold of your biggest tax fee asset outside of, and your biggest investments. And effectively, your life savings and your possibly your pension. And, yeah. and it's almost like you've become frozen um, because you don't want to upset it at all in case in case they in case they disrupt anything that causes a problem. Yeah. And and people get fearful as a result of that, so they, they tolerate the tolerate the minor um, mistakes and and differences in the letting agent and and let them away with it, effectively. Yeah. But I I wouldn't let them away with it at all. Well, you'll probably know that anyway. <laughs> I mean, we know that.
0: We know that, Jim. But yeah, you're right. I mean, people once they're uh, like you say, once they're into that um, agreement with an agent, it takes a lot for them to obviously leave. Um, because they look at it as too much hassle to do so. And if, if an agent's not managing it right, then you should be concerned. You should be concerned because it's just, like you say, it's your, it could be your future, it could be your retirement, it's your It's your investment, and it's something that you need to really be careful with yeah, yeah. And, and feel confident that you've got the right people looking after that for you, Um, and, and very much so. So, and I think in summary, choosing the best letting agent for you combines practical concerns around a company's location customer service and results, along with the personal qualities of an agent you meet and talk to. Ultimately, you want to feel that you've added value in addition to to your buy-to-let business. Um, And that's that's obviously what we've just covered there as well. Um, And I think that we have covered quite a lot of good points today. And I think um, to recap on things like uh, an agent with local knowledge, an agent who has got experience, and I think an agent that you could relate to and and build a, a friendship as such with um, is definitely key key part of obviously having a uh, an agent that's right for you. Um, and I think you'll be in agreement with that, Jim. And I think I think Jim, as you see, obviously you you could be i I'm not going to say a difficult landlord, but quite a, quite am um, challenging. Yeah, that's the one. Um, <laughs> but but it's good because I mean it, it makes you it makes you question. Um, what you do on a daily basis, I think, and it's, it's managing expectations, I think, as well.
2: Well, you, you know yourself, I give you guys a hard time because if, if you can deal with me, you can deal with any landlord, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and, and <laughs> I'll agree, great, agree and, with and, that. And, and, and the great thing is, but the great thing is the reason I do that is because it raises your standard, so yeah, you actually that. deliver a higher standard for everybody else as a result of what you're doing, mm-hmm. and and ultimately everybody else benefits because of that. So it's it's having that knowledge and having that experience and track record, it, it stands us in good stead. Um, uh, when other people come on board so they can actually trust us in doing
0: that. Oh, definitely, definitely. and I think uh, to learn for someone with, like, obviously years of experience and knowledge and things is just amazing. I mean, if I think back 10 years ago to what I, to what I know now and the things, I mean, it's, 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 it's uh, completely different. It's like night and day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, Charlotte, you've picked up a lot of things in, in, in the recent years, uh, mm-hmm. obviously doing this, so...
1: Yeah, and like like you said, Jim, there, I, I think I've learned a lot more since taking on your properties and managing your properties. <laughs> I have learned so, so much. That yeah, I don't but, think that I learn. but no, it, 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 it's honing your skills as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah.
2: Because yeah. effectively what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to teach you how I would do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and 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 how I'd respond to it, and and I'm trying to teach you the commercial realities, um, and the techniques and tips I've learned over all these years of the thirty years I've been doing this, um, and 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 letting you understand that this is this is how you do it, and it and 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 to get and and to have that experience and knowledge, um, to get the best result, because sometimes uh, sometimes you can you, you can. I'm not really sure how to say it. You can do it in a certain way in order to get a better result, and it's not just a, It's just it's not just relying on because a lot of letting agents do hide behind legislation in terms yeah. of conditions, and it's like yeah. I it used to drive me crazy because I used to try and before I had the letting agency and um, before five properties, um, I actually tried to train other letting agencies to do what I do and and impart that knowledge on them to get better and raise their standards, and and they just drove me crazy, um, yeah. because because they just they Didn't get it, they didn't understand uh, this is why I was trying to do it. They should have gone, Wow, um, this is a master class. Effectively, I'm not trying to be big headed, I'll need a double door to get out the room. Eh? Um, <laughs> but, but uh, this is a master class on how to do this. This guy's got a track record, so surely I should learn as much as possible from him. And, and it's like, No, I just fell on deaf ears, yeah. I, 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 and and effectively, that's why I ended up having a letting agency because I got sick to death. Of, having to you know try and get other Letting agencies to to do what I was doing. Yeah. Um and I couldn't do it all myself. So I had to build the proper team in order to in order to do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well and it's great to learn to experience and I think um, you can you you could buy it but you pay a lot of money for it. Uh, but then you can you can buy um experience like what you could pass along. So um and that is uh, a big part of how we function is quite a successful property management and letting side so and we're just approaching about the hour mark guys so. yeah
2: perfect that's wind yeah. up time need yeah. to get on instagram so it
0: needs to be under an hour <laughs> i know i know <laughs> any uh, final thoughts right, on today's topic charlotte i mean it's really interesting we could talk about all day to be honest but
1: yeah well, that's it i think um trust whatever you go for and whoever you go for just make sure that you've got 100 trust in them yeah. um and that's what i would say you've got to trust them and if yeah. you don't then are
2: you picking the right one? Yeah. Ultimately, yeah. for me, it's, it's about getting access to a higher level of uh, knowledge and expertise and yeah. a letting agent. So if you've got a, well, classic example, I mean, no, everybody's got an, a, an owner, um, landlord, investor, mm. um, but if you have an owner, landlord, investor, it's actually trying to get access to that person as well in order to teach you what to do and how to, how to maximize your rent and income. That's a really big one as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, trust, communication, and I think, like you say, Jim, got instinct. So um, but yeah. So thanks for joining me this morning, guys. That was great having the chat and uh I'll wrap it up there and say goodbye everybody and we'll see everybody next week. Brilliant. Thank thanks you. for watching, guys. Thanks. Have a nice day.